So I have a challenge for everyone this morning. I would challenge you, whether on TV, live, internet, to find more inspiring or authentic music than these guys. Actually, I'll take the challenge back. Not sure I want, we have to support our team, but certainly blessed with some great music. So thanks for having me today. Um, hopefully I have some things that uh, make you think, most importantly, that everything I'd share is glorifies God, and uh, we can enjoy our time together. Um, so bow our heads. Uh, thank you, God, for allowing us to be here together today. We are thankful for this time, for this place, uh, for one another, for your mercy, and for your presence. We ask you to bless our time together, make it meaningful, make it powerful, and open our eyes to see you more clearly. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to cheat on my iPad. I'm not as fluid with uh, speaking but as Matt and some of the others, but um, I do have something I want to share. Um, I work in advertising and marketing. Uh, we specialize in building corporate uh, visual brands for a variety of services and products. Everything you see from logos, graphics, product imagery, the environments, products, and services are positioned, even the people who use these products in all different types of advertising platforms are strategic and calculated to form a perception of not only what the product is or will do for you, but how you will perceive the corporate brand selling you this product. It is a huge business with an estimated $517 billion spent worldwide annually on marketing and advertising. The company I work for falls into a category, sorry, The company I work for falls into a category of service providers who create and offer visual solutions to help companies increase audience reach. But I find it particularly fascinating because actually the perception of the product in most cases uh, builds growth and builds purchases more than the actual products or offerings themselves. So for example, Lowe's and Home Depot. Lowe's is blue, Home Depot is orange but they really do the same things. They sell you the same things. Uh, the experience may be a little different. Walmart versus Target. This is a really easy one. So Walmart's blue um, with a, an asterisk as a logo. Target's uh, red with a huge ball or maybe the, the red circle. Um, Apple and Dell, they do the exact same things. Um, Apple places more emphasis on the design of their products, uh, performance and user-friendly platforms, while Dell focuses on lower price points and more user-friendly uh, you know, ways to, to navigate through their, their systems. But I share all this because we do a ton of consumer research, consumer case studies and analytics on human behavior to better understand and assemble data on how certain demographics people Dem how certain demographics of people digest information, 
um, and what motivates them to purchase specific products over another. On a very basic level, level, companies invest millions of dollars to have someone tell them where people spend their time and how their products or offerings are better. Better than what? Better than their competition? Actually, better than anything. So, buy this, it's better. But this, buy this and it will make you happy. So I thought it'd be good to, what makes people happy? Uh, family and relationships, work and career, wealth and financial security. These are the top three things. So ironically, not, not hugely surprising. Um, health and wellness, forgiveness. That was number five. That one actually kind of shocked me. That means there's a lot of forgiveness needed. Personal freedom, religion, community, food, <laughs> watching TV, or the internet. So let's just pick one of these categories and look at it a little closer. Number nine, food. I mean, who doesn't like to talk about food? People love to eat. They love to talk about it. They love to take pictures of it. They love to share it. Look what I ate. It's beautiful. It would stand to reason that the best foods in the world, I mean, the foods you never forget about, um, are the, typically the most expensive. Hard to get foods, typically the most expensive and hard to obtain foods in the world. The most expensive foods in the world so this is the most expensive dish in the world. This taco features Kobe beef, almost beluga caviar, and black truffle brie cheese, and is served on a gold flake-infused corn tortilla. The taco is also served with exotic salsa comprised of dried, dried marita chili peppers um, and topped with civé, coffee beans costing a whopping $25,000. <laughs> the dish is available in Mexico at the new Gran Velas Los Cabos Resorts Frida restaurant. Must be really good. <laughs> um, this, this example is a hamburger. It's served in floor by Hubert Keller in Las Vegas. The floor burger is the most expensive burger not only in the U.S., but also in the world and comes with a price tag of U.S. $5,000. The mouth-watering dish features Wagyu beef and is topped with foie gras and truffles. It also comes with a few slabs of prime foie gras and duck fat in a freshly baked brioche bun. The burger is served with a bottle of 1995 Petrus. Coffee, civet coffee or kopi lua is a type of coffee derived from coffee cherries that have already passed through the South Asian palm civet or civet cat's digestive system. And a quick search puts the price at about $100 per eight ounce cup. The cat eats the cherries for the fleshy pulp, and as the bean travels through its digestive system, the enzymes seep into the beans, causing them to change. After gathering, thorough washing, 
sun drying, roasting, and brewing, these beans have a distinct flavor that's much less bitter. Are you ready for it? Whoops. That's the animal <laughs> that eats the unbelievable. What is that? It's a civet oh. <laughs> from Indonesia. <laughs> All right. Wow, no thanks. Um, okay, so some of the best foods in the world may not really be better. Better may not always be based on a brand, a perception, the appearance, or even a price. Better to you or for you may not necessarily be better for me. There's nothing better than you. That's what uh, the title of my message is today. And uh, what does it mean? So I was inspired to speak about it from a popular contemporary Christian song that I hear from time to time on Caleb titled Graves into Gardens. So what does it mean? Graves into Gardens is the eighth live album by American contemporary worship band Elevation Worship. It was released on May 1st, 2020. The album contains guest appearances by Brandon Lake of Bethel Music, Cody Carnes, Carrie Job, Tarn Wells, and Isaiah Templeton. The inspiration behind the song... 2 Kings 13, 20 through 21, NIV version, I'll read, Elisha died and was buried. Now Moabite raiders used to enter the country every spring. Once while some Israelites were burying a man, suddenly they saw a band of raiders, so they threw the man's body into Elisha's tomb. When the body touched Elisha's bones, the man came to life and stood up on his feet. So what does that really mean? Two Israelites were near his gravesite, about to bury another man. When they saw a band of enemy raiders coming, they threw the man's body into Elisha's tomb. As soon as the body touched Elisha's bones, the man came to life and stood up on his feet. So, as I was kind of researching the, what was behind the, or the inspiration for this song, I found it interesting. Elisha still had a resurrec resurrection miracle left in his bones. And God is still in the business of bringing dead things back to life. If we'll trust God, even with the seemingly dead areas of our lives, if we'll believe in the power of God, if we'll declare resurrection power over everything we face, nothing will be wasted. Nothing is over. God can turn any situation around. Missed one. So, nothing is better than God. The you, I'm sorry, nothing is better than you. That was the title of my lesson, but I kind of wanted to go down that path because it does match the song, but really the point is um, the you is not me. The you is not you. The you is not your pastor, your best friend, your boss, not your mom, not your dad, not your spouse, not even your children. Nothing is better than God. God's plan and power is greater than anything we could ever imagine. If I were to ask each and every person here, what would be the most amazing thing that could ever happen to you? What would be the one thing that would mean all of your dreams would come true? If we were all completely honest, we would say our answers have changed over the course of the years. Due to maturity, priorities, and experiences. When I ask my kids about their hopes and dreams, I'm amazed at how their answers change. 
they are young, and since they are at ages of discovery, they have no idea of what their hopes and dreams should be, much less what would really make them happy. I'm convinced that for the most part, much of the world is filled with those who don't really know what they want. They know they want something better and desperately try to fill it with something. Even as adults, we are like children compared to God. We are in constant discovery. And just like my kids, we do not always know what is best for us tomorrow, next month, next year, five years, ten years, much less for eternity. How can we or why would we claim to be Christians and not allow God to be better than anything we could ever come up with? So it takes patience in order to do that. It takes contentment with what we have. It takes prayer, room for growth, courage to surrender. It takes complete trust and total faith. But just remember, for God, no challenge is too great. No obstacle is too big. No sickness, no disease, no circumstance, no defeat, no loss, no financial hardship, no false hope or false sense of security, no addiction, not depression, not anger, not selfishness, not fear, no sin that we choose to stay mired in is really better than God. God understands whatever you're going through, whoever you let down, whoever you have disappointed, whoever you have wronged, whoever has disappointed you or wronged you or hurt you. God totally understands and he is always there to help us through it. I always think about, we've all heard these things before, but one thing I don't hear as much about is the reality is he may not make it stop. He may choose to allow it to continue. He may allow it, but with all certainty, God is in total control. He knows better what is best for me. And for you, he knows because he is in the eternal business. Because he is focused on bringing each of us closer to him. God loves us so much that he gave his only son to save us and to provide something better. His better, not my better, and not your better. Say it with me, nothing is better than God. I pulled this scripture, um, rejoice in the Lord always, I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Pulling a quote from Bill Johnson of Bethel Music, if you want to have peace that passes understanding, you have to give up your right 
to understand everything. I really like that because the peace that passes understanding, you just can't try, try to under, always understand everything. But you gain through your faith in God to take care of the situation and that he knows what's better for me. That's really kind of the beautiful, the beautiful situation that takes place with salvation. I've heard it said that salvation cost us nothing. It is free to all by grace. Well, the cost of salvation was great for God. It was great for Jesus, for all of heaven and all of earth. It costs so much, and while there is nothing we can do on our own to earn it, it does require we give everything we have to God. The ironic thing, God will not ask us to give up anything that is, good, that is not good for us. I'm sorry. God will not ask us to give up anything that is good for us. Give it up, whatever it is distancing you from God, through continual prayer, study of Scripture, in a contrite and humble spirit, God will have you and he will help you. He will help me. Oops, sorry. Nothing this world can offer will satisfy. It may numb the pain, delay the disappointment, satisfy a desire, or temporarily fill a need. But no matter what you are looking for or think you will make you happy, God has a bigger and better plan for you than you have for yourself. 